Gaming is about escaping into another world. You don't control the character, you are the character. Whether I'm hunting fearsome monsters or going the best crops, gaming is how I like to relax. I like gaming because I can go you know? They help me escape into a world of pure imagination, video games, what more could you ask for? Endless, endless possibilities. Welcome back to another Off Hunting Gaming podcast. I'm joined with Diggs Gaming. KB Hunting. And before we get to the topic, Diggs Gaming has a lot that he wants to talk about. So let's get into it. All right. First things first. Halo Infinite had a tech preview this week. Unfortunately, none of us were able to check it out. If you were a fan of Halo and are excited for this game, go check that out. Can't tell you anything about it because, like I said, we didn't get a chance to take a look at it. We are sorry about that. I think you have to be an insider to get it right. Huh? I think you have to be an Xbox insider to play it. I'm not. I'm not too familiar with it though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. All I know is that there was a tech preview. So, I did see a video about it on. uh, I think it was IGN or not IGN Gamespot. Gamespot. There was a video about it on uh, Gamespot. So you can check out that video. Like they uh, streamed it live. So. That is up there. Go check that out to see what's going on with this game. We got an update on it. I don't think we still have a confirmed release date for it yet, but we're still seeing a holiday 2021, I believe. I think they're shooting. I don't want to say November because that's pretty close. Probably November. They yeah, probably. For November for Halo. Yeah, no, not a confirmed release date just yet, but we do know that they're still trying for 2021, so... Just got that for Halo Infinite. But speaking of a game that was supposed to be coming out during the holiday season, Horizon Forbidden West, it looks like it's going to be delayed. Now, we don't have a confirmation from Sony just yet, but Jeff Grubb said that he has, from his sources, that Horizon will be delayed till early 2021. And really, I'm not surprised by that with what we've been dealing with, with all the games that have been delayed. I'm not shocked that... It's going to come down. The Sony really did try their best. Guerrilla Games did try their best to make sure they can get this out. Holiday 2021. But it looks like they weren't able to do it, which I'm fine with. You know, Sony is always, let's make sure the game is running the way that we want it. Let's make sure this game is as good as we want it to be. Before we send it out, we're not going to send an inferior product out. So if this is to make the game really good and just iron out the bugs, I'm fine with it. But speaking of another game that got delayed, that's supposed to be a Sony exclusive, at least for the time being, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits has been delayed yet again, this time to September 21st. And this is only a month. It's actually less than a month. And again, I'm okay with that. If it's just to iron out bugs, I'm okay with that. I'm okay waiting on a game. I want a game that is working properly and that is everything that we want, that the team wanted it to be. So again, I'm okay with that. But another game, they got delayed, and it's another Sony exclusive. Stray has been delayed till early 2022. Stray, as we all know, that's where you're playing as a cat in a robotic world. And we also saw a, a um, gameplay demo about it, and it really does look like an interesting game. I don't know if I'll pick it up, but... never heard of it until just now, so... We've oh. talked about it before, Sir Meliodas. Stray? Oh, wait. Oh, wait, we talked about it during our first show and you weren't there at the time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, JoJo knows about the game. I've probably seen like a little snippet of it. I think it also would be an interesting game. 
Yeah, planets. I, I don't like cats, but planets, animals. I don't know why, but planets, animals, the games is so fun. Yeah, and it, this is really an interesting game. It really is gameplay demo. Really shed some light on what this game could be, uh, on what you're going to do in the game. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And this game looks like it's going to be interesting to play. Again, I don't know if I'll pick it up, but it really... I, I can say it's interesting a thousand times, but it really is. And this just looks like a game that is really, they're putting a lot of heart into. And I really do like that as someone that has three cats, I can appreciate that. So three demons, you mean? What'd you say? Oh, nothing. Cats are just crazy. remember, I'm the one that re- that edits this. <laughs> that edits this. But, you know, this really got me thinking. A lot of the games that we talked about in our first episode, the games have been delayed. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about this before, but now we're getting more and more games delayed that were supposed to be coming out at a, and either earlier this year that are getting delayed till later or games that were supposed to be coming out this year that are getting delayed till 2022. Black for Blood got to, I mean, it's coming out in my birthday month though, so I'm not really mad. We talked about over 30 games there. You know how many of those games actually came out on time no. that I can think of right now? Probably like two. Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Hitman 3. Every other one has been delayed so far. I was going to put Honestly, Hitman 3. Like, I could understand it. Yeah, and I totally understand that. If COVID doesn't happen, these games don't get delayed, or at least a lot of them don't. It's that simple. Some need to be delayed. Yeah, some really Cyber do. Punk. Oh, that's yeah. That's some of them oh, definitely man. should have been delayed more. I can understand with COVID. COVID might be coming back. We just heard that with all the new variants, we might be going into shutdown again Ugh, in yeah, like this September. Is... And then doing another stimulus, and it's it's, it's getting crazy. Yeah, yeah it, it's getting crazy it really again. So like, I get it. Please, you know, give your employees the time that they need to not go through additional stress and it's already stressful time. It's just unnecessary. They're just games. We can wait. Now, if this continues post-COVID, then you guys are going to need to start figuring out, like, better scheduling, hiring more people, doing something else. But right now, it's all right. And I'm just going to give you guys a heads up. Uh, KB's Wi-Fi is acting crazy. It's been acting crazy for a while. So yeah. if, if you hear skipping, that's the reason her Wi-Fi is just acting crazy. Just letting you guys know. But I actually looked at the games that are coming out in 2022, and here are some of them. Grand Turismo 7, Gotham Knights, Hogwarts Legacy, Forspoken, Pokemon Legends, Pragmata, Suicide, Kill the Justice League, Splatoon 3, Elden Ring, Starfield, God of War, Ragnarok, Stray, Horizon Forbidden West, possibly, Stalker 2, Rainbow Six Extraction, Breath Mm. of the Wild 2, Ghostwire Tokyo, and I could still name at least five others that are going to be coming out that are going to be a big deal. And those are just the ones that we know of right now. They're, we're going to have more games announced for 2022. I mean, we're only in August of 2021. That's how crazy this is. 2022 could end up being one of the best years in video game history. Let's be honest with ourselves. With all these games so that got what? delayed and all these games that are scheduled to come out. How crazy is that? We also got the new Switch coming out. That's it. Okay. It, it's just crazy Yes, 2021 may have suffered, but look at the games that are coming out in 2022. If these games turn out to be as good as we think they can be, or at least most of them, this is one of the best years in video games. It looks grim now, but there 
is light at the end of the rain. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. My bad. Got the sayings yeah. mixed up. Yeah. PlayStation 5 update 2.0 beta launched earlier this week. And no, I was not one of the ones that got the beta. Neither was Sir Meliodas. So we are not the ones testing it out. But oh, I hadn't even turned my PlayStation 5 on yet to even see if I got the beta or not. I, I think you had to sign up for that. And I did. Oh, you got to be an insider. Oh, it's just like Xbox. Gotcha. Yeah, I think so. I think you had to sign up for that to even get a chance. But these were some of the things that were talked about as being used in the beta. Now, this is not necessarily going to be available once it goes public for everybody, but this is what they were looking at. First thing, trophy tracking and placing the trophies vertically instead of horizontally. That was something that people had talked about before. So for those that like getting all the trophies like KB does for some games, that's going to be something that's really good. You can track up to five trophies, see what you have to do for them. 3D audio for TV speakers. That's something that was talked about as a feature that they were going to go with. Now it looks like they're testing that out. Games with PS4 and PS5 versions are going to be separate now instead of those being together. There's going to be labels for PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 games on the installed games in the menu. The collection is going to show the total number of versions that a game is going to have. That way you know if there's a PlayStation 5 version of a PlayStation 4 game and you can go ahead and update that. Access and send messages from the game-based menu. You can do that. You can see which of your friends are online at the time. You can accept or reject multiple requests. For PlayStation Now, it's going to allow you to identify and fix problems with the troubleshoot. You can fix your streaming resolution, however you want to do that. And it's going to show expiration dates on games that have them. And you can have video clips for challenges when you're going for a high score or a best time. And there's going to be parental control updates. So a child can request for a game. It's going to send an email to the parent and the parent can either accept it or deny it. And that's just some, and that's just some of the features. That's not all of them, but it's a good number of them. And yeah, this update is a big deal. And once it goes live for everybody, then it's going to be big. But the biggest thing I didn't even talk about yet, the SSD expansion, we have been waiting for that. We have been waiting to see what's going to be acceptable for the PlayStation 5 for the SSD expansion, which is something that a lot of gamers have been waiting on because, well, let's face it, the amount of memory for the PlayStation 5 is not as big as the Xbox Series X. I mean, it was like a 825 gigs, I believe. Series X? No, for the PlayStation 5. Series X was a terabyte. Well, once you... Was it a but that doesn't take into account the uh, syst the system memory that it's going to be. I'm going to say, once it, you update and format, it's going to take half that from it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, now you can start looking at for X SSD expansion. The only, the only thing is wait for the official list to come out. Don't just buy one right away. Wait for that mm -hmm. official list to come out because PlayStation did a uh, frequently asked questions about it. And they said that a lower model SSD uh, thing might make some games not run as good. So just wait for that official list to come out. And when you're buying an SSD expansion, don't just go for the cheapest one. Get a quality one. Get a Seagate. Yeah. And try to get one that is near where the PlayStation 5 SSD is going to be. I think it's like uh, 5.5 gigabytes per second. So try to get something along that. Maybe a little bit higher. You might want to do that. 
But yeah, that's everything from the update 2.0 beta for the PlayStation 5. A lot of stuff's coming. A lot of great stuff's coming for the PlayStation 5. So we just got to hold on for about maybe a few more months until it's ready to go for everybody. And then you can start doing all this stuff that is on there. All right. Last thing before we get into today's topic. Yeah, we're talking about Abandoned again. And that's because Blue Box is added yet again. They tweeted an image for the game Abandoned, which for... And this is what's weird because people have been talking about this thinking it's a Silent Hill game and Hideo Kojima's involved. But this one, it was a blurred out image that kind of looked like Solid Snake from the Metal Gear Solid franchise. So now it's got people confused on what exactly Abandoned really is. And I will say that the picture, while it did have that eye patch, that's pretty like iconic to Solid Snake. Like the rest of the picture is far too blurry. Some of the facial features, I just feel like it didn't look like, at least not the Solid Snake that we're used to from the game. So either they're making like a game from him earlier in the series to like patch things together, like as a through line, or it just, it's it's not him or something. Like, I know they're kind of big into like cybernetic, and like cloning and stuff like he he throws out his like random things into his universes sometimes that nobody expects in some cases so like could it be sure could it also not be sure at this point if this game is not bigger than just a small indie game a lot of people are going to be disappointed Mm-hmm. And they're going to be calling for Blue Box's head. And they may be calling for Sony's head, too, because it's the PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yeah. And the thing is, you can say, well, this is just an indie team trying to capitalize on this. But here's the thing. Sony has um, a say in this because they're the ones that are back in this game. Yeah. And because they're a big company, their PR department would go, no way should you be doing this. This is how you lose people. And... Before you say anything, I studied PR in college. I was a mass communication major. I was on the journalism track, but part of it was to study PR. And one thing I learned was something like this. There is no way the PR department would allow this. There is no way PR would allow this. But Sir Meliodas, we showed him a video talking about Abandon, and we can finally get his opinion on it. So what do you think? Do you think this is bigger than just a small indie game? Um... I think the I think it's reaching for it to be. What if it's just like a brand new franchise? It's just. Like I mean, a, that's possible too. Yeah. None of us are saying that Hideo Kojima is involved. None of us are saying that. No, no, it's no I'm saying like the, that. But it's still like uh, a Hideo Kojima Kojima game. <laughs> but it's just it's not Silent Hill. It's not Metal Gear. It's something completely new from him. Which would also be exciting because Silent Hill and Metal Gear are both amazing franchises. It would be nice to see him branch out again into another direction. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, at this point, I just can't see this being a small indie game because mm-hmm. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Why is it only releasing on the PlayStation 5? If it's a small indie game, it would at least also be on the PlayStation 4 and PC, even if it was just a Sony exclusive. It makes 
no sense. Well, the medium no sense for a small indie game to only release on the PlayStation Five. To me, it just does not make any sense. Yeah, not right now. Sales, sales, sales. Oh, sales. anyway, they want the game to sell. If it's that, but if the game, let's see, if the game comes, you had it yeah, on more yeah, platforms, but, though. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, it could be a system seller. You know, what if it was like the next an indie game? I don't God think of would... War. What if it's not an indie game though? If it's not, that's an indie what game? we've been saying. We're yeah. saying this has got to be bigger than an indie game. Yeah, because it'd be like a system seller. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. So the question is, what is this game? We're not going to know until we get that first trailer, which is probably going to be later this month. And I still have not gotten the trailer app just yet. I'm going to try to do that later this week. Oh, man. I mean, shame, shame. going down this rabbit hole is just crazy. We, it, it seems like the further we go down this, the more we find and the more Blue Box is doing to get us down the rabbit hole. So this is just getting crazier and crazier and crazier. All right. That's all the news that we have. Sir Meliodas, what are we doing today? We are talking about iconic weapons, vehicles, and mounts. Who wants yeah, to go? This is a good one. Who wants and the to go first, first one I think we should talk about is Cloud and Sethoroth swords from Final Fantasy VII because those are just iconic. Yeah. Like of just JRPGs. being able to... Like you can all picture the Final Fantasy VII box sword just strapped to his back. Yeah, you gotta love it. And then everybody. Well, that's just a really cool sword to begin with. And I know. Just how is he holding that? It's as big as it's bigger than him. Exactly. Longer than him. Exactly. It's got to weigh a whole lot, and yet it just makes it look so easy. My God, I mean that's just. That sword like, is Yeah, you can so tell that he's got to be super strong because he's just swinging around like nothing. Off off topic, who you have winning a fight? Link or Cloud? Ooh. Ooh, that's tough. I'd say Link. He has a... But then again, the Link does have a shield most of the time. He's got a shield. He's also really strong. He's got it, like, depending on the game, I suppose would also matter. Like, Kid Link, no. Adult Link, yes. Breath of the Wild Link, definitely. Yeah. Spend money yeah. on Breath of the Wild Link. Breath of the Wild Link is OP. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. It would depend because we've seen multiple versions of Link. Yeah. And with Cloud, we've only seen, well... Cloud. Yeah. Also, the Master Sword from um from Zelda. From Zelda, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's iconic. And the, the bow. Yeah. Yep, that's got to be iconic. Yeah. Zelda's bow, I should say. Um, yeah. the and, that, and with Sethoroth's sword, to get back to uh, Final Fantasy with Sethoroth's sword, I mean, let's not forget the big moment in Final Fantasy VII, the, uh, when Sethoroth killed Aerith. It was his sword. Yeah. I mean, that, we got it. Some- and the fact that you have, he, he like stabs Cloud at one point too and just like lifts him up above the ground. Just like, why? And oh, you my boy. Oh, did you like the cloud? Yeah. I mean, we I mean we started off with some pretty good weapons, didn't we? Yeah. All right. Sir Meliodas, you're a Gears fan. You gotta love those. You're talking about an iconic weapon from Gears? Yeah. Let's Go start off it. with the with the with the Lancer from Gears. You have a machine gun. And then on the machine gun, you have a chainsaw. 
and it's just it's just bloody good. I remember I was playing the first Gears. My dad let me play it. And he was like, it was um, I used to I used to just like run up on a locust and just chainsaw him because it was so fun. Just to, <laughs> and the animations on the 360 were so good. The chainsaw, but also in Gears, don't forget Gears was a seller for the for the 360. Yeah, that was one of the main sellers. And also, the Hammer of Dawn. Hammer of Dawn is a pretty, it's a pretty OP. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a satellite tracked. I want to say it's a satellite. It's basically a you you use the the Hammer of Dawn is just a beacon basically. You're using it to for you to point where the satellite needs to come down, and it's and it speaks for itself. It it obliterates anything in its path because it's the one scene when you're fighting a berserker and you're like you gotta take you gotta um first you gotta get the berserker but you gotta get it outside and the second you get outside you can use the hammer of dawn and it just lights it up there's this might be a bit controversial i will uh, uh, admit the Le leviathan axe is better than the blades of chaos in the god of war franchise I know the Blades of Chaos. Oh. <laughs> I'm a dual blades main in Monster Hunter, but the Leviathan Axe just okay. Like I, right? You played play God of War, right? Yeah, I beat it. The it's, the most recent one, and I've played um. Right. I forget so when, which one it was on the PlayStation Two. When you went to go get the the Blades of Chaos, you didn't feel any hype when he. Pull. I was like, yes. Yeah, but when I saw the axe, the axe is cool. Axe, I was like, yes. I was like, I can you use know? the Blaze of Chaos. I can use the axe. Blaze of Chaos. Yeah, axe. Blaze of they're Chaos. They're both good. The they're axe. Blaze of Chaos. The axe. <laughs> no. No. Opposite, sir. Opposite. I just, yeah, uh, I so like those of you that axe, cannot see the blades, recalling the axe, hack and slash. The blades are nostalgic, yes, but the Leviathan axe is oh, amazing. I want to be Thor so bad. Kicking God of War 2. Axe is amazing. Okay. Blade of Olympus. I got we can't talk about that. We can't forget the Blade of Olympus. I sure can. I don't know what that is. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's what he uses to kill his father. I literally, I don't think I beat that game because I was like 13 at the time. And yeah. I got stuck on like a platformy bit and I kept dying and I was like, you know what? We don't PlayStation need this. Two, PlayStation 2 games with the platformers were God of War. Actually, God of War platforming was terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. On PlayStation, oh, it sucked. It was, it was trash. It was not you're you're not meant to put platforming in certain games. You gonna give me a hack and slash, and you gonna give me a platform? No, what are you doing? Yeah, no, mm -mm. no. It's like it's like playing Mario, but you're giving him a gun. What what are you doing? No, exactly. It doesn't exactly. work like that. Exactly. I mean, I feel like y'all saw this coming as well, but Monster Hunter weapons, all of them are, are iconic. Don't come at me. Hey. You know it. I know it. Hey, what, what the best ones are the gag ones, like the um. The frozen spear tuna greatsword mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. just a giant frozen fish what's not to love about that you know how much damage does it do um it's like it's not the best one but it's definitely the coolest one it ticks for definitely two, it ticks for two cold damage per second exactly <laughs> yes i mean the downy creek dual blades are like practically useless because they have the sleep element on them but they're so fluffy <laughs> 
so you gotta gotta give them respect i wish they had more of the the funny weapons in world like they started to at like by the end of iceborne and stuff but uh i would have liked more of them throughout also insect glaive just like as an entire weapon class i wish i was better at it i wish i was better at it well jojo isn't here yeah oh for but jojo he would we talk about halo yeah if it was halo it'd definitely be the gravity hammer for jojo hmm what about the plasma plasma blade? Oh, the plasma blade is his favorite. We were talking about it a little bit. I have to get the Warhog either in, in, in Halo. The Warhog. Make it or not. What about the Needler? Where would you put that? If you have the sufficient ammo, if, no, if you have two Needlers, then it's, it's overkill. One Needler is okay because it takes half a clip to, to really do something. But two mm. of them, dual Needlers, it's, it's overkill. Okay, I got two weapons from uh, PlayStation 2 platformers, Sly Cooper's King and Ratchet's Wrench. Mm. Uh, to me, those are iconic because those are instruments to the character. You cannot have Ratchet without his wrench. You can't have Sly without his cane. It's not possible. They're iconic. Do yeah. not fight me on that. From a first-person shooter, one of the best of all time, Half-Life, the gravity gun. Definitely. That's gotta be that's gotta be up there because literally you can use anything as a weapon with that gun. It's basically it's basically only limited by your imagination. That's really cool. All right, we've all right, we've talked about we weapons. Talk about, Let's yeah. Oh. Couple mounts, couple of vehicles. Yeah. Going of back vehicles. to Legend of Zelda. Apona. Like she's the she's the OG horse. Like the the royal steed was also very nice. I like that quest line in Breath of the Wild. And um, I couldn't that get giant the, horse that you can find. The darn horse! I tried to I tried to tame my horse, but I couldn't. Too it's too fast. That sucks. I tamed like I tamed way too many. No, it's a quest. And I didn't even you, like bring them all back. I think it's, I know it's a quest where you actually can tame his his horse. Which little horse that's on the cover? The black horse. Hmm. The big, uh, the big one, like the oversized one with the orange yeah. mane. Well, I tamed that one. I named it Ganon. How you tamed that? <laughs> I've been trying forever to get that darn horse. Maybe I'm not fast enough. He's a good boy. Did you glide on top of it? I don't remember. I think so. Because I, I, I can't catch it. Like, I would, if you can't glide and get it, I'd, um, sneak up behind it at night with, um, Either the Dark Link armor or the Sheikah. I don't have the full set of the Dark Link armor, though. Armor. And get, um, like, eat a food that gives you a boost to stamina. I, I just need the, I think I just need the, um, the pants. Even the pants or the shirt for the Dark Link armor. Or maybe just try and glide on top of it, but use the stamina boosting food. That way you don't have to be as fast. One thing I would, one I would talk about is a Polar from Crash Bandicoot and Purr from the same franchise i would talk about those two because they were instrumental in helping crash and coco stop mm -hmm. cortex in both of those games so i would put those two up there in a assassin's creed odyssey like maybe not iconic like they're definitely more iconic ones like uh the special ones you can get from the oricalcum like merchant and stuff or mm -hmm. the ones that you can just like buy special but there's one in game where you don't have to do like anything 
think I tamed the special four. It's a unicorn. Yeah, I'm I love it. Tamed the unicorn. I don't know how mm-hmm. I got it. I bought it at like a merchant, just like in a mm-hmm. random like town. I mm-hmm. I like I don't remember where I got it, but the fact that yeah. you can leave like streets of like purple and pink and stuff, amazing. Mm-hmm. And there's another one you can get from one of the DLCs that they gave away for free, I think, where it's like um, Hades's horse or something, and mm. it's like black and like smoky, and it's got like red eyes, which is also very nice looking. Mm. Oh, Red Dead Undead Nightmare is the um, apocalypse horse. Oh, uh, yeah. It's mm. the, um, I forget the war, is the horse from, um, it's war's horse from Horseman Apocalypse, I'm sorry. Cause you get the penance horse. I mean, you get the death horse, and then you get the apocalypse horse. Hmm. And the penance horse, if you hit anybody with the penance horse, it, it they instantly die. And with the war horse, there it gets set on fire. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. Remaster that rock star, please. What else? Oh, the reavers from Gears of War. Okay. Like okay. Flying, the little flying. It's the locust. It's the locusts call to their own Apache helicopters. Mm. Damn things are dangerous. Mm. They had rocket launchers on their back. Oh, also the Brumox. Because you get at the end of, uh, I think it's at the end of Gears of War 2, you get to tame the Brumox. You get to ride it and you storm the locusts underground and you just start wrecking havoc. Then you got to fight it at the end. What else? The blood mounts from Gears as well. Can't forget the Warthog from um, Halo. Mm-hmm. What else am I missing from Halo? The Banshees from Halo as well. Um, it's something, it's another one that you fly. One of them you fly, but one of them you like is hovering over the ground. I forget which one is which. Hmm. I said that I can think of. Did we talk about the horse from Shadow of the Colossus? Mm-mm. No. Not yeah, yet. That's gotta, yeah, that's gotta be another one. I mean, I guess they're technically mounts. Um, you can ride them. The Palamutes from Monster Hunter World, or mm-hmm. not World, Raider Ride is in World, and you get to ride the little, the mm. monsters that you can befriend in the area. But in Rise, you can actually use the Palamutes, and you get to design them yourself. Okay, let's move on to vehicles, and I'm gonna go back to Crash, uh, Coco's plane, and Crash's motorcycle from Crash Bandicoot Warped. I think those are iconic. Those were a big part of the game, and really those were fun to control those really were so i'll put those on the list uh what would you guys put as iconic vehicles uh final fantasy 15 the regalia yeah that's a good one that's a good one sir meliotis i had it and then i lost it oh it's from a game i recently played yeah i feel like vehicles is tougher than the other two because right now with the way games have been going, we're starting to see those a little more now than mm-hmm. we would like 30 years ago. And this yeah. one, and, and that's that's just the thing with technology. Um, I mean, you talk about racing games like Forza and Gran Turismo, Ridge Racer. Some of those vehicles have got to be iconic. I can't think of any because I've never played those McLaren's games. But some of from, those. Um, the McLarens that they put in the Forza series are pretty dope. Mm-hmm. You got the agent, the special agent cars from um, Crackdown. When you level okay. up, those are pretty, pretty sick as well. Uh, it's it's hard with vehicles. 
Yeah, that's the thing. It really is hard. Yeah, that's the thing I say. It's really hard. Well, one ve- well, one gaming vehicle that should have been iconic, but they kind of screwed up on it, was the Batmobile from the Arkham series. Facts. Uh, yeah, they. Yeah, they. Yeah, Rock City kind of screwed up with that one because it, it became repetitive after a while. But you know that could have been iconic. That could have been for video games. It really could have. Yeah, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. What? Okay, go. I'm gonna go back to weapons because we forgot a really important first-person shooter franchise, Doom. We forgot to mention guns from Doom. Oh, never played God. Doom. Neither have I, but I know some of those guns are iconic, and we completely forgot about that. The BFG. Yes, that's the one I was thinking of. The big friendly giant. The big it's... freaking gun. <laughs> what is? I think it's the power shotgun. It's a sawed-off shotgun from there. I forget what they, I think they call it the power shotgun or something like that. What else? The chainsaw from the new Doom. Doom yeah, 2016. that's one. Yeah, that's got to be up there. Yeah, and otherwise, otherwise, I think we've covered it all. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it w- we knew this was going to be a short one today, guys. This was not going to be a very long one. We own, we knew this. Now I get to tell these two just what we're doing the next time I host, which will be two weeks from now. It's going to be. We're going to record that August 15th. We're going to be ranking the top 20 video game franchises of all time. Now, we want your opinion on this. So if you have a franchise that you think deserves to be on the list, let us know in the comments below. Or you can tweet me. My Twitter is JDDigger96. You can tweet me. Go for it. Now, here are the rules. This has to be franchises that have at least three games. So, Horizon, Last of Us, Perfect Dark are out. And I'm also going to have Banjo-Kazooie out too because when I say at least three games, I mean three mainline games. Banjo-Kazooie, you have the first two games, but there's a debate on whether Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts is a mainline game or a spinoff. Besides, I know a lot of Banjo-Kazooie fans like to forget about Nuts and Bolts. So, unfortunately, (laughs) have to leave that one out. No sport franchises no way not happening no madden no fifa no nba 2k no nothing for that huh i won't even consider a sports game qualified to be top franchises well Um, you really shouldn't but i'm just gonna say we're not including them however we're gonna however racing games can be included so we can include games like ridge racer forza grand turismo those can be on the list if we feel that they deserve it now anything that is a movie or media tie-in, no way. Because those are not their own franchises. Those are separate. However, if it has a its own series, like the Batman Arkham series, then it is acceptable. So the Batman Arkham series, we can have that in there. Fortunately, can't have the Spider-Man franchise because only have two games so far. And yeah, that's pretty much the rules for this. So, like I said, if... You have a game that you think deserves to be included on this. Let us know in either the comments down below, or you can tweet me at JDDigger96. All right, Sir Meliodas, sign us off. We'll have it. It's been your boy, Sir Meliodas, also joined with... Diggs Gaming. KB Hunting. Please like and subscribe. And we'll see you again, hopefully. (laughs) All right, peace.